everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight we're doing uh, The Golden Child, which is not the Friday night episode. We liked the Friday night episode a lot. Andrew yes. was amazing. Yes. It's an insane story, but we just didn't feel like it was quite finished and that there's most definitely going to be an update episode. At least we are praying that there will be an update episode. We went back so, and forth about it for a minute. It was definitely a hard decision whether or not to do it, but I think it was the right choice to wait because I think if we get some, there's no trial in it. And I think you're right. you're right. If we get a trial, oh my goodness. Yeah. If you yeah. don't know what we're talking about, watch it. Yeah, please watch Friday nights. So this episode aired the next night on Saturday. It's The Golden Child. See, it originally aired March 1st, 2019. So it only aired last year. Season 27, episode 22, hosted by Dennis the Scoundrel, nay, the Scamp. (laughs) He's not a scoundrel or a scamp. He's just enough, Kimberly. He's the first definition of a scamp. Just not the second definition of a scamp. He's not very scampy in this episode. This is a classic Dennis, I feel like. Don't yeah, you think? this is before he amped up it and was like being more than enough. But like right before. Yeah, like this, on the cusp. This might have been the episode that pushed him into the like, <laughs> I, you know what? Life is F short. It. Let's I'm go. doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he whips off his, his white linen coat and he's like, we're doing this. Yeah. Strapped on like a cowboy cowboy belt, gets like a buckle going. (laughs) So this is about a woman who was very security conscious. She installed security cameras, alarm systems, and even questioned her friends at the door before letting them in. I'm not going to say there was a code at the door like at a speakeasy, but I really want there to be. And it made me think that I need one in my life. So from now on, when you come to my house, before you enter, you have to say, I stand Taylor Swift. And then upon exiting, you have to say Slytherin sucks. I'm sorry, whose house am I going to? This is at your house or like at a 14-year-old's house? Is it yours? Mine. <laughs> bird. A bird. No. Here. <laughs> I, I did a bird. I consider here. that a compliment. Okay. Joke's on you. But uh, okay. Why don't you get one of those doorbells? Don't they have what's the new fancy doorbell? What's it called? It's the ring. Is that what it is? That it shows it has a camera set up in it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's not that new, but yeah, the ring. It's new to me because my neighbor has one. They're neat looking. But that only works when you activate the button, right? You can't see out of that. The doorbell doesn't show you the outside all the time, does it? Yeah, you can have it do that. Or it, um, or it just starts to record if there's like movement outside. Mm. I think it works both ways. Sorry, this is also not an ad for ring, it, but it sounds no, like it could we be would the love start it to of be. one. Yeah, I would give love us a, it. Give us a ring. Ring. I promise we'll do a better job than that joke that I just made. We won't. It's really good. <laughs> so this episode is about Pam Butler. She had a brilliant smile and was a vibrant person. Not almost felt like we were going to get it. But really, those are great adjectives. If mm-hmm. someone ever described me as having a brilliant smile or being vibrant, I'd be yeah. really, really pleased. Yeah. Um. Now, I don't see color. She's a strong black woman and she's cool. She is. She's a strong black woman. Yeah. And she's also, I think, probably the way to refer to her from here on out would be the good Pam. I mean, I feel like we had one other Pam that was good, but she's definitely the newest Pam that we've had that's been good since Pam Hupp. Yeah. 
I want to call her the successful Pam, but the other good Pam may have been successful too. But it seems like she was really successful. She had a really good job and they said she was really driven. She's like bizarro world Pam. And like on our side of we're just stuck with Pam Hub. Then on oh. bizarro world, this great Pam. This great who like Pam did, exists. Worked in the government, did really good things and was yeah. close with her family. Didn't go around trying to trick homeless people into being murdered by her. So we meet her best friend, Rita, and her brother, Derek. They grew up in a rough neighborhood. She was organized and driven, and she started working for the government, and she rose up and eventually started working at the Environmental Protection Agency. And when she started making money, she would help support her mom and give her money to go to the casino. The mom, Thelma. Thelma. We all know Katie is dying to go to the casino with Thelma. Dying. Yeah, but I already liked the mom anyways, just be, well, we'll get, I'm sure you're going to get to it, why the mom is so special, but this is a particular Her hair? Yes, hair is one, but no, there's another reason. The friend calls her Miss Butler. Oh. That's like Pam's really good friend. That's how she was known, was Miss Butler. Mm -hmm. Not, she was not known by her first name. And I just think that's because people respected her and you have to earn that. You have to earn the title of Miss Butler. It's pretty. Yeah, I like that. We also are making it sound like they live in the South. They do not. They live in the Washington, D.C. area. Does it sound like that? Oh, yeah, I guess. No, I think it's a respect thing. I think that Ms. Thelma Butler. Oh, you did? They could easily live in Louisiana. Ms. Thelma Butler. That sounds Southern. So by the time that uh, Pam was in her mid-40s, she owned her own home and a Mercedes and a Jaguar. Yeah, they just brush over that, but I caught that. Or Jaguar. 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 Yeah. So at at one point, she took her nephew, Brandon, in to live with her because he was a teenager and maybe slightly a bag of wieners. And so Katie's like nodding, like not slightly. And the picture they show us, they show us a really unfortunate bag of wieners pictures where everyone in the picture is smiling and he's kind of doing that teenage boy scowl where it's like, I'm cool. With a Superman shirt underneath, yeah. like, another shirt that's kind of, like, half buttoned up. Like, his mom was, like, button up your shirt. And he, like, half buttoned it up but still showed the Superman logo. And his hat's on backwards. And it's, like, everyone else looks, like, put everyone together Everyone else is happy. literally smiling. Like, and it's, like, family reunion time. Yeah. And he's, like, I hate, I want to go. But then again, we don't know what's up in Brandon's life. Because Brandon had to go live with his aunt. That's so true. So there could Cousin. be some serious stuff. Aunt, you're right, aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so... She took him in for a while, but she was looking for a husband now. She felt like settled down in her life, wanted a husband. She started dating a guy named Jose Rodriguez Cruz, who's a Vader former military. <laughs> Sorry. What? He has a lot of names. Okay. So she's adding names. Okay, good. I was like, what is she? <laughs> um, Ted Cruz. No. Jose Rodriguez. Jose Rodriguez Cruz, a Cruz. former military man. And she told her friend Rita that she met him on the Metro. And Rita was like, I don't think so. You drive everywhere. <laughs> and, and so she's telling Dennis this. And Dennis puts his hands up like he's cupping his hands around his mouth like he's going to do a high school cheer. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a D. But instead, he's like, E-harmony. <laughs> but normally, if you put your hands up and do that, you're either going to yell or whisper but he just does normal volume, e-harmony. 
And I thought it was really, really charming. Um, But I did have a little bit of flashbacks of when he held up the voice modulator and was like, is this what it sounded like when you got abducted? So they start seeing each other all the time and she started to drop her BFF. I thought it was interesting that they included this. The BFF says, we used to say sisters before misters, except that's not the term that we used. And Dennis smiles so confused and pure because he has no idea what she's referring to, what they actually said. And Which is what? I think... A- H before B? It was probably H before Bs mm-hmm. or chicks before... Oh, yeah. There we go. So That's, one of yeah. those two, I would think. Mm-hmm. But Sisters uh, Before Misters is actually cute, and I have not heard that one before. I like it a lot. Yeah. I've also heard uteruses before deuteruses. That's really, like... Long. Yeah. Complicated. Extra, hard to say. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's a little yeah. too much. So... She brings home uh, Ted Cruz, that's not his name, Jose Cruz, to meet Rodham her Clinton. family. Yeah. Jose Rodriguez Cruz. Rodham Clinton. Rod- to, yeah. <laughs> so um, to meet her family at Thanksgiving. He was a gentleman. When a glass fell, he cleaned it up, and the family started joking that he was very well-trained by Pam because she's a stickler for things. And that's the point that I realized I'd seen this episode before. Me too. I totally was remember that, that one. Moment. No, I knew I had seen it before, but that was the but moment I remember. I think I've done notes on this episode. And that's, that's when what, I went to into my computer and f- tried to find my old recap. That's really funny. Yeah. It was it was the glass falling. So Pam and her mom and Jose were supposed to go out on Valentine's Day, but Pam doesn't show up to pick up Thelma. Mm. Neither Pam nor Jose show up. Thelma keeps calling, but there's no answer, and now it's been three days. So Thelma and the nephew, Brandon, go to the house, and things are in disarray. There's mail piled up. Thelma calls the work, and she hasn't shown up. There's one blind that's lifted weird. I've never seen these kind of blinds, but I want them now. It's like you can pull it from the bottom up, so it's like a normal blind, or you can pull it from the top down, so you have light coming in on the top, and then you're covered on the bottom. Which this is, is very newfangled. What, so smart. Is there a button, or is there just a ton of... Because the strings, when I on my blinds, get so tangled up in each other. I have terrible, those old, like, plastic mini blinds. But what... How do you... The, the girl I babysit for just got fancy new blinds, where you just push the bottom with one finger. You, like, lift it up, like, with one finger... And it just goes up like that. And then you just pull it down. No strings. It's like where, an accordion. Where do but you, like a stiff accordion. Where do, you, where do you get that? The fancy people shop, I guess. Can, okay, so forget ring the doorbell. We need that. I'm just going to move to a farm where there's no neighbors and I don't even need blinds. No, I'm oh, It's not. a farm now? Okay. No, not a farm. I don't want to like do work just out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so, that means you're joined a cult if you move to a farm. <laughs> I'm going to be so, like, a.k.a. She's worshiping the sun in a field with a bunch of people half-dressed. Go ahead. But the mom knows the blind isn't right because she was such a stickler for security. So she always pulled it down from the top so that the light would come in on the top and she was still covered. Mm -hmm. And she knows something's not right with that blind. On the machine, there's messages from Jose saying, where are you? And a note from him inside the house saying, where are you, Pam? How do you get into the house? He has a key. I'm guessing he has a key. So the brother, Derek, gets 
going. And from the rest of the, the whole rest of the episode, he is like gung ho, find my sister. He calls Jose and Jose says, we broke up, which is strange because there were those notes inside. And Derek's like, well, okay, you broke up. Uh, okay, give me your address. I'm coming to you right now. So question for you. How long had they been dating? I was trying to figure that out and I couldn't. Not that long. I think only a few months. Yeah, okay. So but they hadn't been, it hadn't been like six months or like No, I don't months. think so. Because I think it had been only a few couple months before Thanksgiving. And then it was Thanksgiving to February for Valentine's Day. Oh, you're right. Okay, there we go. All right. So Derek says, give me your address. I'm coming right now to see you. Like, I love the, the brothers just like, he's That's very calm and mellow, but you can tell the emotions run very deep. So well, and then goes, he doesn't let up. He's like, yeah, I'm not waiting for the police. I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. He goes to see Jose and Jose says, well, we broke up because I'm friends with this other lady and Pam got really jealous that I had this very close female friend. That I thought it was about her daughter. Did you miss that? No, he had a friend who had a daughter. And he was close with the daughter. Like she was a father figure to the daughter is what he said. And that's why he was mad that like she was he was talking to the girl. It was a weird thing. It seemed really like not a reason to break up with someone. So I'm sure I was just wondering why Derek wasn't more suspicious of that. It was I weird. I would be suspicious because it also doesn't sound like Pam either to be very, I don't no. know her again, to we be don't. like that jealous unless there was something really weird. Like she got a weird feeling about the whole thing. And the because the girl would make more sense that she was more jealous that he was in contact with the ex-girlfriend, but the little girl. The girl, like the daughter, I, is not a good... That's not jealousy. That's something else. That's something... Well, unless she wanted kids with him. Oh. And then she was jealous that he was had developed this relationship with this other child. Yeah. I don't know. It just smells fishy to me. Yeah. I don't know. So Jer- Derek says, okay, Jose, I need you to take your clothes off. And this is where they go to commercial. Because the brother had a strange request. So he says, I need you to take your clothes off. I want to see if you have any scratches. Derek watches Dateline. 100% Derek watches Dateline. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Hashtag proud of Derek. I would have done the same thing. Show me your arms. Roll up your sleeves right now. Like then Derek. So there's no cuts on him or anything. Derek decides he's now a full-blown detective. And he starts rummaging through Jose's drawers. Not his, um, like, underwear, but his actual drawers. Um, no, I'm sure he went through all his... Well, he went through the drawers in the living room, right? Well, no, we I don't meant, know. Like, okay. drawers, like, draws, like, your underwear. Oh, I thought I realized it sounded like that. And that's I didn't a mean clever play like on that. words that you Thank did you. there. I wonder, I wonder why. I wonder if I wonder that's if, where it came from. I wonder if Josh Because your underwear drawer... Oh, okay. And your drawers... I'm just wondering if Josh Mankiewicz had made a joke like that, whether or not you... So you're wondering if if Mank had made a joke that I did not like and you liked. No, I'm and wondering... we're going to fight over it. No, I was just wondering if Josh had made that play on words, whether you would have been upset. Like the last play on words that you thought was unacceptable. I did. And I even put it on Twitter and he even retweeted it. So he's obviously not upset at me. He still loves me. I wonder if he got my edible arrangement yet. (laughs) I should check the tracking on that. (laughs) So Derek's going through 
his Jose stuff, he's kind of trying to get like a reaction from Jose, trying to get a rise out of him, see if he has a temper. That's smart. So smart. Derek is a detective. So Jose is fine. He's almost too fine. Like, I would say something if someone came into my house, made me take off my clothes, and then started going through my things. Do you feel like that's even more suspicious? That he's not like, all right, man. I feel like he's, yes, I do. I feel like he's too calm. But Derek falls for it. He says, I think Jose is nice and didn't do anything. So, Mm. yeah. So police find nothing at the scene, no sign of forced entry. Pam was super security conscious. She had the alarm and she had the cameras. She, Her friend Rita even says that she would text her when she was two minutes away. Mm-hmm. And then when she would get there and knock on the door, Pam would still look at the security camera to make sure that it was her. Even though she had just texted, I'm on yeah. my way. Yeah. In the days before, she's seen on the cameras coming home and at the door getting mail. You also see on the cameras, Jose brings her flowers and a teddy bear and then left the following day i didn't like the way he was holding the teddy bear though i didn't like that i don't like that it wasn't a teddy bear holding a heart in a balloon it should have been bear and balloon yeah a or teddy bear holding a valentine's day heart sold at cvs gas stations and literally everywhere else i love you very much (laughs) exactly um this bear hugs for you so but i don't (laughs) Did you see the way he was holding it? He was holding it like by one arm, like swinging it around. Uh, I don't think he should be near children if that's gonna how he's going to carry a teddy bear. I don't like that. You bought someone a, a precious gift. Treat it like a precious gift, even if it's just a bear. I don't like I didn't like it. it just swinging it like if it. Like no, he's just, like he's like on the phone and he's got like the bear in one arm, like. No, it. And I, I was do not like, like that. I didn't. I wasn't a fan. Mm mm. So cameras show Jose leaving, but Mm -hmm. they never show Pam leaving, which is very weird. It's like, where did she go? Is she under the house? She's David Blaine. She's like a less creepy David Blaine. He's creepy. All magicians are a little creepy. All magicians. Not like David Blaine. He's creeps it up. He's like, old detectives were this creepy. I'm going to double it. Old detectives? I'm sorry, old magicians. Okay. <laughs> like Houdini, slightly creepy. Uh, David Copperfield, medium creepy. No, creepy. I'm going balls to the wall with the creep factor. Like, I'm going to make it look like I might kill you when I'm just staring deep at your eyes and not saying anything. Does he just have the not blink thing? I think he might just have that not blink. But Jose definitely has that, even though we don't get interviewed with Jose. Every picture of him, you see, like, the whites of his eyes. I can't, what? Mm-mm. You know who else has those eyes is uh, the girl from 90 Day Fiance, the Ukrainian girl. She has curly hair. Like, fa- she looks exactly like Fatal Attraction. Like, there's a bunny boiling really? somewhere. Yeah, it's creepy. Oh, boy. Any- she's a creepster. So, anyways. Yeah. Jose tells police that they broke up on Friday and mm-hmm. that he had been trying to get in touch with her after that, which is why he had been calling and leaving messages and leaving the note at the house. Mm -hmm. So he gives his DNA to the police and he lets them search his house. They don't find anything. The reporter, there's this reporter who's interviewing him for the local news. And she's explaining that he doesn't want his face shown or his name said, which I thought was really weird. I've never seen that for a missing person. Like usually the boyfriend's like, we still have hope that she's 
out there and they want to show their face. And are we missing a piece of the information here? Was it that he had already been named a suspect or that he just yet. assumed he was? A, I mean, he I is he the main a, suspect. He, yeah. Because he was the last person there. Yeah. So also, I did like that reporter a lot. We get a lot of interviews with her during mm-hmm. this episode. And I thought she was a great interview. Yeah, I liked she did everything a great about job. her. But they're interviewing him and all you see is a close up of his Save the Wilderness t-shirt. Yeah, that's a like, weird choice. It's one a- of these t-shirts that you got for free when you were like on some camping thing. And that's the shirt that you chose to wear when you're being interviewed on TV about your girlfriend who's missing. It's an interesting choice. I don't. That's all. Put on I, something with a collar. Yeah, it's not the choice I would make. I just don't know why you just put on a polo. Put on a black polo. Just yeah. anything. But, yeah. So he says, will you see the video I left without her? She didn't leave with me. Oh, so, so this is all over the news if the video's been released of her house, which is also kind of weird. Why would the news put that... No? The news always shows they're always camped out outside the victim's house. I haven't watched a lot of news. Oh, okay. no. Well, he knew you're saying the security footage. The security footage seems I don't surprising. know if the security, the security footage might have been on the news. They sometimes do that to be like, here's the last time the victim was seen. Yeah, but he's talking to the reporter like, clearly you've seen the security camera. Right. Like, how would she see the security Yeah, it footage? must have been on the news. Yeah. So, so he went to, back to the house to get his stuff after they broke up. And maybe that's when he left the note. So that the police, weekend? Yeah. That week? They broke up. Like, he says they broke up Friday night. Right. And they were supposed to go to dinner on Saturday with the mom. And so then he goes back over on Saturday when she's not there and gets his stuff. Does he leave his or key? Or Sunday or Monday because it was the three-day weekend. Does he leave his key? I don't know. Oh, like, here's... No, I think he was maybe still hoping to get back together with her. That's what he's saying? Okay, th- but also, is he leaving with huge bags? Because why don't we see that footage? I wanted to see what bags was he carrying. I think he, he is carrying seen out? leaving, carrying some stuff. Yeah, he's seen coming and going. Mm, okay. But she's never seen. So they look at the cousin, Brandon, who she was helping kind of raise and get out of that nephew. bad nephew. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I kept thinking it was her cousin. She had asked him to leave because he wasn't pulling his weight. And they had apparently argued about it. So maybe he had a motive and he had access to the house too. For being so security conscious, she seems to give out her key to people. So her cell phone pings in a park in Maryland. Very suspicious, but they can't find Pam. Then there are all these false sightings of her. None of them were her, which I had to think, do these people think all black people look the same? No, what happens in every single case? Every not single always, case not always. Missing. I don't think so. I don't think it happens all the time. I don't know. I just keep in mind, I just listened to In the Dark, the first season. And so they have so many sightings of the little boy. Like, oh, no, I saw him in a McDonald's in, you know, Illinois. It's just all these weird. Yeah. And Maura Murray, there are all those sightings in Canada. I think people just want to be involved. I think what you get is just, unfortunately, 90% Linda's calling in and being like, I don't think I saw him yet. I'm just letting you know. I'll keep you posted. Just so you know I'm looking. They, She's like, I saw on the news that you're looking for this person. No, no, I haven't seen them yet. I just want you to know that I got the message and I'm looking for them. And the person's like, thank you, Linda. We were checking people off in the phone book 
as they call us, to let us know that they're on top of it. My husband came home and saw a man who had similar features. Now, it was a man. Are you sure you're not looking for a man? Linda, we got to go. Also, it's my neighbor, Tom. So we know who he is, and his wife has not reported him missing. But do you think that Tom could actually be the Pam that you're looking for? Also, it's my my birthday. (laughs) And my husband forgot to get me a cake, and I really have nothing going on. So that's why I'm making this phone call. So what are you guys doing? (laughs) Do you want to sing happy birthday to me? Because no one's done it yet. This is so terrible. God bless the people who have to handle the phone numbers on those, like, missing persons posters. Because they have to deal with these people. Also, like, douchebag pranksters who are like, yeah, I saw her. Oh, my gosh, where did you see her? And they're like, up my butt. Like, No one like, would do that. Yes. Dirtbag, you're right. Dirtbag dirt teenagers. would totally yep. do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. They would, and then they'd laugh hysterically. But oh, then the police God. says, I'm coming to arrest you, Jimmy. Tell oh, your mom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see your number came up phone. in caller ID. I yeah. know your mom's name is Deborah. Yeah. I don't think she's going to be very happy about this. Mm-mm. Start preparing. Jimmy, put your mom on. <laughs> so the case goes cold and the brother keeps searching. He thinks it's race related that if she had been a white woman, that the case wouldn't have gone cold. Yeah. And he keeps doing TV interviews to try to get the police not to give up. He's like the driving force behind searching for her and keeping her case going. Unbelievably smart. Sorry. Yes. I'm so smart. Absolutely. Five months in, the police had received anonymous tips, poorly spelled, saying you need to look at Pam's brother, Derek. Now, they show up on the screen like they're text message tips. So I'm guessing it was like a, if you have information, text Whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and the person uses full advantage of the fact that this is a text by using text lingo, like N2 equals into, and it's all lowercase. And I'm like, I know it's text and it's supposed to be a casual judgment-free zone if you misspell or don't use punctuation. I get that. But you're accusing a man of murder and you're speaking to the police. You can spell out the word two. It's like one more button than using the the number two. It's not that hard. In a text, it's less because for a text to do two, you have to go to the shift to get the numbers to come up to get Correct. the two. And so it's harder to do the it's two. It's harder to do N2. And then also, what's the other one? Unless it's, this is a flip phone. And then you press oh, like each a, number and it would go to the two and then it would go to A, B, C. Or it could be a Blackberry and they've got the numbers at the top. Right, so then it's just as easy. Well, Um, easier, I guess. And what was the second two? But also, you're not going to proofread your text to the police. At one point, it says still, and it's S-T comma L-L. No, that was because the one down below was supposed to have the possessive, like the whatever it is, the apostrophe. It was like misjointed. Does that make sense? So the apostrophe was showing S-T comma I-L-L. And then down below, it said he's or she's, and it was missing the upper. It was almost like it was transposed. Does that make sense? I think you're giving them too much credit. I definitely am because, so that wasn't the only two. They used the second two as not, they are not as close as they appear to be. 
Yeah. But they spelled out B. Yeah, they didn't so spell just out too. have B. So we do get to hear Dennis reading the words, all y'all fooled, which I thought was pretty He did funny. great. He did good. Yeah. Yeah. So Derek is named in his sister's will, and she was maybe planning on ending some of their business partnerships. So police are looking heavily into the brother. They interrogate him a lot. He's so active in the investigation because, as the reporter says, maybe he doth protest too much. Yeah. They say it doesn't look good for you. And they're going through his credit cards his whole life. Nothing comes of it. It's Hmm. been a year. They're having vigils for her. And then more years go by and every year they're having vigils. Seven years go by with no sign of Pam. And finally, she's declared legally dead because there's been no money transaction on her credit cards, nothing. Cold case detective Mike Fulton asked for the case because it's tough and he wants the tough ones. That's so, pretty cool. So he's like I a like new, a lot. is he a new cold case detective? Is that what happens? Or did it just finally move to the cold case pile? Okay. Yeah. I'm I don't know. Sure. No, either one. It could have been, I hope he's a newbie and was like, that. I want to just go in head first and I, do this I, hard e- one. Either way, I'm a fan of the Fulton. I'm a Fulton yeah. fan. So he says it's better that she's declared dead because when they finally arrest someone for the crime, the other side can't in trial go like, you're, you know, you know, your honor, she's not really dead. Here she is now. Ta-da. And then like ex- everyone looks at the door like she's going to walk in. And it, yeah. it, I mean, it would be like the sediment falling in the glass of water. Right. If it did not work that way. If that had actually worked. But then he'd go, but you all looked. I made you look. And that makes you think that maybe she could be alive. So. I think it's that they can use any sightings that were reported. They can say, we have like had all these people that claim to cite her. Are they all liars? Yes, probably. They're all confused. But like, Mm -hmm. I think they can use that for, it's really good reasonable doubt. So they get to wipe that. That's good. So the this detective, Fulton, starts from scratch. He doesn't think the nephew did it, mm-hmm. clears him, but he's not sure about the brother, Derek. He asks for his DNA. And Derek, who has met now five detectives on this case, it's yeah. gotten passed around, he says he was unimpressed with this detective, which I loved. That was uh, He's like, it didn't seem like he was the guy. He didn't have the stuff. It. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have the stuff. So the detective says... Uh, it's awkward to sit down with someone and ask them if you killed your sister. But I don't think it's awkward if it's an interrogation room. That's kind of the questions you're supposed to ask. Yeah. If you're asking at a dinner table over a delicious meal that you made with HelloFresh, that could be a little awkward. Definitely. And a waste of a delicious meal. Because mm, you know people are going to be like, I'm... Yeah. I, I'm still going to eat this because it's still so good, but I'm very upset that you just accused me of murder. Correct. So HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit delivered to your door. You'll save time with HelloFresh. The average trip to the grocery store takes 41 minutes, which is over 35 hours a year, which is insane. And it means that you spend probably 20 hours a year standing in front of the cookie aisle, gearing yourself up for the willpower to walk away. Spoiler alert. I usually don't walk away. Yeah, I don't Um, know what that is. 
HelloFresh also helps with sustainability. There's less food waste, and the packaging is almost entirely made from recyclable or already recycled Pot. materials, I think is the word I'm going for. There we go. Um, when I got my meals, the peppers and the produce are just in the bag with the mm-hmm. other ingredients. So there's not those, you know, those plasticky bags that they're now trying to get rid of, too. At the there's not a lot of waste. Yeah, there's really not a lot of waste. Also, it's flexible. You can change your delivery dates or preferences. You can skip a week whenever you want to. So if you're going out of town, it's really easy. I made the pasta parmesan, which was so good and so much easier than I thought. I was really scared. I really do not cook. I come from a mother who has left hard-boiled eggs boiling for so long that they became rockets and shot up onto the ceiling, then bounced back down and splattered all over the golden retriever. (laughs) So this is my genes. And I was scared to do this. I did burn it a tiny bit, my fault, but I still ate it. It was so good. It was so easy. I ate the first part for dinner that night, and then I ate the leftovers cold for breakfast, lunch, and dinner the next day, and I'm not ashamed of it. I really did. I cleared up that. I cleared. I ate it right out of the casserole dish. That I made it in. Um, I even posted a picture of it on Twitter and I swore that I would never be one of those people who post pictures of their food online. And I just was so proud I had to. Good for you. Our listeners can go to hellofresh.com forward slash date dateline 10 and use code date dateline 10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Unbelievable. That's incredible. I'm just jazzed at myself for doing this. And it was so good. So go to HelloFresh.com forward slash date dateline 10 and use code date dateline 10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. And if anyone uses our code, please show us what you got online and tag HelloFresh pics and tag us. Let's all be hipsters and share photos of our food online. Give it a try, guys. You won't regret it. It's a really neat service and they've got good food. Yeah, delicious. And it's easy. I could even do it. Thank you, HelloFresh. So now it's been eight years and Pam is still missing. Detective Fulton keeps saying he's watching the brother Derek, which he doesn't really think it's the brother Derek at this point, but he's still saying to the brother Derek, watch out. Don't go out of town. You know, we're getting closer. Why is he doing that? I mean, he just keeps saying, I can't tell him, like, I can't put my cards out on the table and tell him who I'm looking at. Like, why not? But you can't tell him that we know it's not you. You can't do that. You can't tell him that. This poor man is like, but again, these just, they do this all the time and I don't like it. So, because this is like eight years this man is living under this suspicion. Yeah. And it's his sister. The detective is really looking at Jose, the boyfriend. 20 years before Pam, Jose was married to a woman named Marta, and they had a son. Jose attacked Marta in the view of a police officer and got arrested for kidnapping and sexual assault. Marta doesn't show up for court, so this case is dismissed. That's not suspicious at all. Marta was just gone. Jose continued to raise the son and married a second woman. So the son is now grown and he meets with the detective and he says he was terrified of his dad growing up. Wow. He had seen Jose threaten his second wife with a gun and saying he was going to kill her. And the son was at the time hiding in his dad's office and he found a piece of paper 
that he saw a name on it. He saw his mom's name, who he hadn't seen since he was a child. It said Marta. So he reads the paper and it turns out it's a suicide note from Jose saying that he was responsible for Marta's death. Wow. So it seemed like he was going to maybe didn't kill the second. It's a disappearance. I thought disappearance. that was weird. Sorry, disappearance. He, but he doesn't admit to a death. He just says, I was the one. Yeah, which hmm. is, that's, that's weird. Yeah. So I think, do you think he was planning on like killing the second wife and him then himself or just killing himself? I think he was planning on doing like a murder-suicide. He might have been planning on killing confessing. the whole family. Oh, the son too? I don't oh, know. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't, but, I don't really understand him. I mean, of course I don't. But like, I really. What's his, what's his driving force? It's very strange. Yeah, he's, real, he's a real psycho, I think. But the problem, so the problem is, is during all this time, police had found Marta alive and well in Florida. And now you're very oh. confused. You're like, Kimberly just lied to us. Made it sound like he killed this woman, Marta. Because mm-hmm. the police have now closed the case. That Marta is not a missing person because they found her. But this detective, our new detective that Katie mm-hmm. loves, gets a photo of the woman in Florida and a photo of Marta mm-hmm. and is like, that's not the same woman at all. So he goes down to Florida. This is years later that after he's looking the, at this. After the police has already said, no, she's here. We're, yeah. we're talking to her. Which Oh, which was way after. I would like like to speak to them, but that's, yeah. I would too. And so the detective goes down to Florida, finds this woman. It turns out this woman was a relative of Jose and she was illegal. So Jose told her, just live as my wife, Marta. He gives her Marta's social security number and her ID and says to her, don't worry, Marta doesn't need it anymore. Wow. And the woman is like, okay. I mean, I guess I don't know her plight being an illegal immigrant, mm-hmm. but still there's something, and this guy's her relative, but it's very suspicious. Like, you know, yeah. something's not right here. So, but what is, what are her recourses of action? Nothing. She's an illegal immigrant. She's not going to do anything. So our new detective takes the son's DNA as a hunch and puts it in the system and he gets a match. Wow. But to whom? Well, there's a story there. My favorite part of the story. So is it? It totally is. I know why it is, and I have some goodies for you then. So in 1991, there was a woman that was found buried by, wait for it, Civil War reenactors. No. Wrong. Not Civil War reenactors. It's something very special. It's Civil War relic hunters. Oh, sorry. Civil War relic hunters. Which is much more niche and much more interesting to look up online. Well, that makes much more sense of why they were digging and how they found a buried body because they were digging. So they're looking for like weapons or pieces yes. from old soldier costumes yes, or like things that are worth a ton of money, like Indiana Jones style. It's basically this super niche 
portion of like that metal detector hobby. It's uh-huh. this really small group of it. I that love it. Looks specifically in certain areas that battles were for Civil War relics. Oh <laughs> my gosh! And there's a I website. Mean, <laughs> it was like. <laughs> I felt like it was so fascinating and they just brush over it in no time, just nothing. And I was like, we've spent four hours talking to the brother. I have no problem with the brother, but yeah. let's have, let's have Dennis sit down with a civil war guy, because that is something I would really like to see. I would prefer it if they were civil war reenactors and maybe they would show up to the interview in costume and maybe Dennis would go on site and visit them as they're doing a reenactment and they would put him in a costume. And then I was like, would they put him as North or South? No. Would he oh, be yeah. Abraham Lincoln? We don't know. Now, I think that there's probably a really heavy crossover between those two groups. I think, I think so you're too. looking at the metal. I'm sorry. The relic detectorists, as they call them, <laughs> are probably a majority of them are also reenactors. Or do you think it's not even about that? It's like about the money. They don't even care about the war. No, I think because they're if not you're, like history buffs. I think they have to be because if you're looking specifically for this stuff, then you're yeah. looking, you know, a lot about the battles. So yeah, I think true. you have to be kind of a buff. Apparently, there's a show, by the way, <gasps> a called, civil war hunter and re. No, there's a show about like detect like metal detectorists, but it's called Diggers. Have you heard about this? It's on no. the National Geographic channel. I don't know anything about it. I just no. I I found it for through this website. My dad but, watches the Gold Rush shows where they're all searching where they for do gold. the gold thing. I love yeah. that stuff. Um, but there is an episode where they have two famous detectorists on that <gasps> are specifically like uncovering bullets. And stuff like that. I don't know. In the community, I can't. When I went to the on website, the forums, the Reddit, there must be Reddit forums and stuff. I'm at metaldetector.com, and there's is civil, there fan art? Civil, like, do people draw these famous ones? Uh, it's pretty. If you go to metaldetectors.com and look for Civil War relic hunting, there is a very elaborate article on it. And then the minute you go, there's also a little window that pops up that says, hey, are you interested in blah, blah, blah? Somebody's trying to chat with you the minute you go on. I should have chatted with him. Yeah, you should have. I should have been like, tell me everything. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your life. Yeah. Are there chicks? Like are, because every niche has like a group of girls that are really into it for some reason. What's happening there? Oh my goodness. They're also, they do recommendations on like Entry-level metal, metal detectors, mid-level metal detectors, high-end, and top deep-seeking. Oh, my Those goodness. Those must be really expensive. Yeah, these have, like, 3D imaging on them. But the if you just want an entry-level, it looks like the Bounty Hunter Platinum. Could That's I afford it? Called. I don't think so. I don't think any of it. Let's, let's see how much the Bounty what Hunter. What are, like, the old men on the beach using? They're not using the ProMaster or whatever. Bounty Hunter, whatever, what's it called? Oh, no, I'm sure some of them are. Beastmaster? Beast, Beastmaster 7? No, I, mm-hmm. think they, I think a few of them are. I think it just depends. But, well, actually, um, on King of the Hill, when they went to the beach, Peggy got a metal detector and started looking for coins, and they got run off the beach by the group of local metal detector enthusiast guys. Oh, that's right, yeah. Who were I, like, this is our beach. No, this is a serious hobby. Also, this one, by the way, entry level... Not cheap. This is not a cheap hobby to get started in. But you can make a fortune. (laughs) Yeah, but haven't they mostly found everything that's going to be found? 
well, the, what fu- no, you can't think like that. <laughs> That's so it's I'm the treasure. Like, I don't know because I am anything. a I am a consummate treasure hunter. I am yeah. the biggest thrift store shopper in the world looking for treasure. And yeah. this, but this is definitely going to be a hobby that I'm probably going to get into. Yeah, I can. I'm a little scared now. Next time you suggest like a location that's not normal for you for like a vacation, like anywhere out like in woods or beaches. Sign yourself off on this. I think that you might get into this too. This could be really fun. It seems like there's a lot of walking. But there's exercise but there's exercise built in, but then you have another purpose, not just walking. At least you have something else to do. You're like scanning the beach with a thing. I guess. Could I listen to my music? Yes. And you could find coins. Change. I don't really care about coins or change, <laughs> as we've established in our last episode. I know. Right, which episode was that? Uh, Black, was the Black Handle? Confi- no. Deadly Denial? That's it. Deadly Denial. Okay. okay. Anyway, sorry. So, he, second part of this that I absolutely love is that we see the FBI lady using this really super creepy clay mask that she's sculpting to yeah. look like Marta. Yeah. And I was like, since when do you use creepy, hello, it's me, is it me you're looking for type clay sculpted masks and not a computer? This is not a, like a long time ago. This is current day. We see this video of her doing it now. This is not in 1991. Turn think, on your computer. No, I think people still do it by hand. I think it's probably more accurate by hand because you can feel the skull and stuff, right? No? I, I don't, don't know. know. On the other episodes, they use a computer to make the imaging. This lady is like sculpting it like the blind girl in Are You Me- Hello, the hello video. People under 30 have no idea what I'm talking about. They don't know, is and it if, me you're looking for? If you don't know Hello by Lionel Richie, Please go immediately and look up that music video. <laughs> it's so weird. I can see it in your eyes. I can see, I can see it, it in your, in your smile. smile. <laughs> um, all I've ever wanted. Doesn't okay, she like feel it. his face too yeah, at one sure point? Does. Sure does. <laughs> so she can sculpt him better. But then the sculpt, <sighs> the sculpt, the problem is the biggest problem is the reveal of the sculpture does not look like Lionel Richie, and so that's. <laughs> the biggest problem with that video. It's like, and maybe is why I'm scared of this particular sculpting. Because when there's teeth, when you can see the teeth, yeah. it like just looks creepy. It's horrible. Yeah. Not with Lionel. I don't think you could see his teeth. But the but, big difference between that video and this video is that, that this woman can see. <laughs> like, so she can see what she's doing. She that has video. no excuse for making this cr- creepy goblin thing that you're making that's supposed to be I didn't think it was Marta. that creepy. I was kind of like, I think they all are turn out kind of creepy. Clay just makes you have dead eyes, no matter what. So, like, yeah. everyone just sort of looks like a zombie. Yeah, it's zombie, because when she's first making it, the yeah. skin is, like, peeling because all the right. layers exactly. haven't been sanded down, so it's totally like a zombie. It's inherently the, zombie. There's nothing the you can do about it. The skin has just fallen away. Yep. So, um, the police are sure that it's Jose, and now they find out that he has a new girlfriend. Oh, so boy. they are concerned and they feel like they have to move fast. Yeah. Meanwhile, though, the detective says, I know it's Jose, but I still can't tell Derek, dude, don't worry about it. We know it's not you. And that's not me being casual. That's what he says to Dennis. He can't say, dude, 
calm down. We know it's not you. But why can't you do that? Derek has been traumatized. He's been through enough. Yeah. Anyways, they get prosecutors to, or the DA to make the um, charge and they go and they arrest Jose finally. Circumstantial. Yes. Yeah. The prosecutors that take the case, they are tough. And the detective says, she is a character. I don't even know how to describe her, but I think she's awesome. I'm going to see if I wrote anything in my notes because I didn't even know what to say. She has like white silver hair and she's... Deborah is her name. She's Um, wearing like a blazer and she talks over the other man prosecutor next to her because she's the only one we really want to hear from. And she knows what she's doing. She's, she's tough as nails. No, t- and you like, would say tough as nails, straight shooter, yes. and a sharp cookie. All three. And maybe her voice is also a little gravelly. Like maybe she used to smoke a pack a day. Uh-huh. Which I would not be surprised at at all. Mm-hmm. She's just very like, I would absolutely want her to- To be my lawyer. Yeah. Be my lawyer and represent me. Yeah. She's who you want. Yeah. Derek is so relieved when they finally arrest Jose that he he finally knows that they know that it wasn't him. But he gets the call from the detective at 3 a.m. I like it. I like that they called him and to let him know. But the fact that he's getting the call at 3 a.m., you know he thinks he's going to be arrested now. No, like, but they had to because I think they knew it was going to come out in the news the next day. And he yes. wanted him to know before. I think it was the right thing. I think pro- it was too. But you know, Derek had that lasting, his very last moment of panic that he had for eight years. And now it's like finally done. But before yeah. it's done, he's going to have like a mini heart attack one more time. So yeah, that's true. The detective um, calls the brother and says... As he states to Derek, I don't know if I can say this word on the podcast. Just say A. I, I locked his A up. Which is amazing. Because the the detective is sassy. He's super sassy. And I like that he called him and was like, no, no, dude, he's going away. Like, yeah. that's kind of great. I, don't I know. locked his A up. So now the detective is telling Dennis that he never really thought it was Derek. He says, hell no, I didn't. He's clean as a whistle. You made it sound like you you told him you thought it was him. Why did you do this? Okay, fine. Yeah. So they feel like they have a good case. And Dennis actually calls it a say goodnight case. Yeah, what's that? I, I mean, I like it, but I've never heard it before. What's it from? I don't know if it's from anything, but like a say goodnight shot would be like. That's the, like. The killing that you're shot, gonna kill right? The coup de gras, as the Dennis gras. would say. Um, but so I, it's like, a, yeah, say goodnight, like you're going away forever. Did Dennis make that up? Slam dunk. Maybe. Dennis sometimes thinks he's a noir cop. He does. And that's why I'm wondering if he's like, say goodnight. <laughs> that's his, that's interesting. Right. Huh. Yeah. And I keep being like, say goodnight to your little friend. No. Yeah. That's say hello to your little friend. friend. Hmm. So they, Jose says he's innocent, but he ends up taking a plea deal for 12 years if he tells them where Pam's body is and how it got there. On. 
A, 12 years, that's not even close to enough. 12 years. But also, how can he go from saying I'm innocent, but I'll sign a deal (laughs) telling you where the body is? This is another one of those, like, I'm responsible, but not really. I'm innocent, but I'm responsible as well. So the lady prosecutor is interrogating him. Deborah, trying to find out, like, if he'll do this deal. And he won't look at her and he won't look at her and she keeps asking him questions and she gets so frustrated that finally she just screams at him look at me and like it's almost as startling as Dennis with the new head because kind of like you're not expecting it mm-hmm. and she says it worked um so she's we don't get to see her actually doing it she's acting it out for us but for she Dennis. Acts, she acts she out it. full on yeah, like I great. felt like I was I was transported Man, she took me there well, what did the detective say? He said he would not want to go up with them against them in a courtroom. Mm-hmm. So that is also what I am guessing that his, uh, Jose's attorney told him. Oh, You're not going to win. Yeah. Because this is and a the DC other guy, prosecutor. The guy prosecutor is just as amazing. It's just we don't really get right. a lot from him because Deborah does most of the talking. Because what is he now? Now he's an NBC legal correspondent now, right? Yes. That's what they, wow. No, MSNBC, I think. They said NBC and MSNBC. Oh, okay. What's the difference? Why? Huh. MSNBC is a its own channel. But yeah. if you were one for... I'm sure they're the, owned by the same yeah. companies. Okay, sorry. I don't know. Maybe mm. MSNBC is just news, the news version of NBC. I don't know. So he, she says that when she yelled at him, he starts profusely sweating. Yeah. Like and all of a sudden. Bulgy just, eyes. Yes. She said his eyes bulged. So oh. he's mad because he doesn't yeah. want a woman to yell at him. Interesting. So he says, okay, so the night of the fight, yeah. we're fighting because she thinks that I don't have a good enough job or I'm not stepping up. And she's just nitpicking on me. And then she called him a bad word and she's not going to say it. The prosecutor isn't going to say it. But then Dennis says, you can say it. We'll bleep it. Because Dennis is cheeky like that. So she says it. And it's the P word. So he freaks out and just snaps and punches her in the face. Because she he, he won't stand being called that. Then he says, right after that, I blacked out. And when I came to, she was, did he say she was gone? He said she was gone, like she had left the apartment. That must be what I, that's what I took it for, but maybe he meant she was gone as in she was dead. I think he means she's like disappeared. Well, no, I I guess it could mean either way because it doesn't really matter because he immediately changes his story and says, I know I said I blacked out, but actually I strangled her and I remember it. So I need to hear that conversation. Yeah. The, The prosecutor saying, I need to hear Deborah being like, that's the biggest crock of crock you know of, what yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah. Start over. Yeah. I want to hear that. I want to uh-huh. hear just how they got him to flip so fast, like yeah. into the real story. Wow. Do you think Deborah slammed her hand down on the table and it shook? Or do you yeah. think she did that move where they get up behind the person and like whisper in their ear behind them that like they're going to die in prison? You know, when they get behind a person? And they talk on their shoulder like they're the devil's, you know what I'm saying? I wonder if she did. I don't know how she did it because he has to tell them. So him hemming and hawing and lying and doing all this stuff is just weird. 
right? He Yeah, I mean, he's going to try to make it as innocent sounding as possible. But he's lying because he said she's gone. Unless, right. sorry, unless gone doesn't mean what I think Maybe it means. Maybe then gone means dead. And she, you just I don't can't know. say the words dead. Okay. But at least he does, says that he did, he did it. So he strangled her. He got her body out of the house by putting her in a bag and raising up that window shade that the mom noticed was pulled up weird so that the bottom part was open. And he pushed her body out of the window. He knew that that window wasn't covered by the cameras and it was pitch black outside. He waited until it was pitch black outside. And then he was able to walk out the door. I think he pushed her out the window and then he walked out the door and then in the darkness carried the body to the car. Like he's a psycho. He pushed her body out the window. Yeah. It's so, but that mom knew something wasn't right when she saw that window shade. Well, yeah, because there's a big difference between like, if you want to keep your privacy, but still want light in the room, it's, she just wanted that top part undone. So for her to, that's a big deal. I don't know. But I don't know if the cops could make the connection between that and that. No, I don't think so either. I think it just comes full circle that like eight years later, that mom had that a gut instinct she was right. about Thelma that was window. Right. And Ms. she Butler. was right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Miss Butler. So I shouldn't call her Thelma. I'm so sorry, Thelma. Like I am encroaching Miss Butler. Ms. We've Butler. agreed that she demands that sort of respect. Correct. So he um, leads them to her grave, which is by a highway. But unfortunately, this is so terrible, it's since been paved over. So they haven't been recovering it. And it's like my heart is like, there are people driving over her. I can't even imagine what the family is thinking. But Derek is, for one, relieved that the police have done it and they've solved it and he, they know it's not him. But he, they ask him kind of if he's angry about it because he was really unimpressed with it. Unimpressed. As he said, yeah. he's, he's like, I now realize how hard the case was. And I really am impressed with the job they did. Like, and I thought that was Good. really nice. Good. Derek, he was not, and he's not bitter at all that they like thought he was a suspect. He, so, they were doing their job. They were doing their job. Mm-hmm. Now, Pam's body is found near where Marta's body was. Yeah. He has a place that he likes. Is there any more bodies there? Great question. We have to wait for the Civil War relic hunters. To Did I get it right? Is that what they're actually called? Yes. That's yes. exactly right. Or you can call them the Civil War detectorists. Detec- detectorists? Yes. Okay. That's the word we're going with. Yeah. That's okay. the word on the website. They're really, they say detectorists. Detectorists. The, the so-and-so and so-and-so are famous detectorists. Man, I want to be part of this world. So now, see, I told you, you're into it now. But I don't, can I just be one of the groupie fans? No. Who just watches but doesn't participate? Well, and I learn all their stats and maybe they have little baseball cards with their stats on they them. They might. And I collect all of them. I could get into this. I definitely could get into this. I really like people who obsess over very small genres of things. Yeah, this is very small. I wonder how many there are. I would like to find like, I didn't get that into it, but I am interested to find like a Facebook group or something like that. Yeah, see how large spread it goes. Well, 
we know it where it goes. Like it's obviously what states it's in. No, well, it's definitely not near us. It's something we're going to have to do. We're going to have to go to the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Bleeding Kansas. Kansas. Lawrence, Kansas. Hmm. Seems like a big one. Really? People travel to these places. Yeah, I guess there's just a few places where. Conventions or places they go search. Searching. So where where these key battles were, where they'd find lots of shrapnel or whatever. Oh, man. I know. It's crazy. Okay. I mean, I could just give them like Gatorade because it probably gets hot out there. Oh, hey, here you go. This says, um, if you research and locate the coordinates of any Confederate or Union campsite, you have found the grounds. Oh, so it's also campsites where prized relics were left behind. Flip side to this, many of the plentiful relic sites from the Civil War encampments have already been worked hard by numerous treasure hunters. However, advanced technology and new capabilities of metal detectors in recent years, deeper depth deception, target identification, <gasps> and Ooh. superior ground balance controls. So I now don't they're just going to go is. through the places that have already been done. Right. Also, if you get something from a campsite that cannot be as exciting as something from a battle. like Why? You might find like a canteen or like a, canteen, a wallet with a picture. Yeah, or you might find, like, something that was part of their, like, toilet system, which was just buckets. But as, like, it wouldn't be the battle. It was, like, what was happening in between when they were just hanging out. It's not quite as thrilling, I would imagine. But maybe some people like that more because it's part of their true, like, their lives. I feel like this sounds like a lot more fun than just regular metal detecting because you're looking for something really specific. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. So Derek, this is amazing. Derek, the brother, has made contact with Jose's son, the one that was terrified of his dad. Yeah. And now they're very close and they talk on the phone like all the time. That's fantastic. My heart explodes. Yeah. Derek is now fighting for justice for Marta. He's trying to get the police to charge Jose with that murder, too. I mean, That's, they all they really have though is like they have the son's they have the son's testimony about the letter that he found and the threats against the second wife, and they have the woman in Florida who said she was given the ID and said Marta doesn't need like this enough. anymore. That seems like enough circumstantial. That seems like almost as or about the same that we had here, except they have Marta's body. Yeah. So. Now, they can't, is the body too decomposed to be able to see how she died? Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's probably, mm. it that's a good question. Yeah. Um. So, Thelma, I'm sorry, Miss Butler, yeah. says that she hears Pam speaking to her, saying, don't worry, I'm okay. It's too much. It's a lot. But worse is that Jose is in federal prison and could be released in like seven years. Yeah, and when this episode, oh no, it aired last year. But Yeah, it was still. eight years last year, now it's seven years. But that's why it's so important that they try to push the case through for Marta, because then he exactly. would add time for him, which would mm-hmm. be, oh, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, I, that's all I have right now. Before we go into B-roll, I just want to say that this episode is dedicated to Jennifer W., who has been a patron for a very long time. She's from Tennessee, and she's just awesome and i don't know what else to say except i think that she's a lovely person and Yay, lovely i think person she's is also good. beautiful oh beautiful 
but I might not know what she looks like, but I feel like she's beautiful. Yeah. Lovely, Um, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a patron, you guys. It's just, we couldn't do these weekly episodes without the support of our patrons. No, ma'am. Absolutely. So these episodes are because of them. And I also want to um, say that if you guys want to listen to a promo from... And I want you guys to listen to a promo from our friends at Spooky Adventures of Alec and Sam. It's really fun. They are husband and wife, and they love... They're not ghost hunters professionally, let's not say, but and maybe amateur paranormal enthusiasts. Oh. And so they, like, recap a lot of these ghost huntery shows and mysterious stuff, and they're very funny, and it's really fun to listen to. So everyone check them out. Spooky Adventures of Alec and Sam. Hello, everyone. I'm Alec. And I'm Sam. And we're the husband and wife hosts of The Spooky Adventures of Alec and Sam. Indeed we are. Do you love ghost adventures, unsolved mysteries, and other spooky shows? So do we, and love to bash on our main man, Zach Baggins. But Aaron is still my favorite. Shout out to poor Aaron, and yet another basement. Or do you want to hear about our first-hand experiences with the paranormal? Like the haunted locations we go to, or the little old lady spirit who haunts our house? She only speaks Spanish. That she does, and we just like to have an all-around good time. We are a comedy podcast. Well then check out our podcast on Apple Podcast, Pod being spotify and more or check us out on social media at twitter at spooky alex sam instagram at spooky adventures alex sam and at facebook at spooky adventures of alec and sam podcast and don't forget hashtag ghost murdered hashtag ghost murdered thanks and keep spooky adventuring Ooh, spooky <laughs> didn't we just have an argument about what ghosts sound like if yes they, if it they sound I- like well, you're saying argument. I think it's more like just you think they sound like this and I think they sound like this. <laughs> I'm thinking they sound like the people on the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. And like I think those ghosts. They sound like the little girls in The Shining. Right. Your references are much more current than mine. No. My references are much more demonic. Yeah. And yours are much more. Mm-hmm. Yours are much more fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... Yes. Not, I'm going to kill you, more like. <laughs> I'm going to ride around this trolley with you as yeah. we look at ghosts having a dance party. Yeah, I'm going to make this candlestick fly in the air. Friendly ghost, like Slimer in Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Is Was he a friendly ghost? I think so. He slimes people, but I don't think the slime kills you. It doesn't, like, drown you. It just Yeah, but I don't think he was doing it to be nice, was he? he? No, he was, mis- he's a scamp. He's a scamp? Impish? <laughs> yes. Okay. He's an imp. I got yeah. it. Uh-huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like I think peeves he, at Hogwarts. I was going to say, I think that you think of ghosts in, like, Hogwarts ghosts. Yeah, probably. Ne- yeah. Nearly Headless Nick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a better way to think of and ghosts. And the bloody baron. Like yeah. That. That's there how I feel go. like they would sound. Did it. B-roll bonanza. Yeah. Um, I saw the Civil War reenactment cannons. Oh, so yeah, they did I did show think that. that they did show like sweeping over a field with cannons there. But then what did you think they were doing with the metal detectors? Because there's a lot of B-roll of them with detectors. Yeah, I guess I just, I don't, I don't. I think you just missed that they said relic hunters and I latched on that. I think I that. heard reenactors. Yeah. 
and it's I not. think I, because I was also going off my old notes from when I first watched this episode. Oh, that's funny. And so you, And in my okay. old notes, it said like, recreate, like it said something, re-something, the word oh, re-something. Yeah. And I think I just filled it in with reenactors. That's funny. Because I'm, they, I did see a Virginia is for lovers sign, which took me right back to my youth. And the last thing I saw is very strange. Um, Derek's coffee table. That's my B-roll. What's going on with that? It's glass like yours. So it's glass on the top, but what's in it appears to be like vintage tools, maybe? Yes. It was like a a measuring Um, tape and a screwdriver. And scissors. And scissors, but they look specialty. That's Um, why I was confused. I was like, Derek, I was rooting for you, and now I think you're the bone collector. No, no. Is that's he, weird. But is he like a metal worker or a woodworker? Like, does he a crafter person? What does he do? We don't know what yeah, Derek he, actually does. He works does. in the school system. Huh. I thought it was interesting. It was like literally a craftsman table. Does that make if sense? If I walked in and someone had under glass yeah. different kinds of metal tools, oh, I would I see. be beyond I see. terrified and think it was that movie where they hang up the people by hooks and stuff. I, and I, I thought it run. was the opposite, and I thought it was really cool. I thought it looked really neat. I thought it was neat. I'd I be wanted like, to see it close What are those pliers? Up. What you're gonna? What yeah, are you gonna do looked, to me? But they looked specialty to me. They looked like they were not like pliers from Home Depot. Like they were, like they looked like vintage tools. I think you need to be nice because Derek has done some really amazing things, and I think his coffee table was cool. I've been Derek's biggest fan up until this moment. And now I still am, but I'm slightly scared of him at the same time. I can have both feelings. You can, but I want to see close up. I want to see what's in it. I paused and I tried to see more. Couldn't. The first thing I saw was the measuring tape. The first thing I saw was the scissors. I did not notice the scissors right away, but I know know they were there. Hmm. Uh, Did you notice anything in Fulton's office? No. Well, there's a big, um, the, what's, what are the white boxes called? The banker boxes. There's a banker box that says Pam Butler on it on the side up here. But then on the bottom in huge capital letters, it says shootings. And there's like a scribbly line through it. But it clearly says shootings on the bottom. Like from a different case or from different files and they're just reusing the piece of paper? No, 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 it's a box. They're reusing banker boxes. (laughs) But like they They didn't really... They couldn't cover it up with a new label? They used like a scribble through it. No, they're writing directly onto the box, which I thought also, (gasps) don't write directly on the box because I've learned that the hard way. You can't take it off. So I try to write on... Also, the paper can't get taken off if you tape a piece of paper with the label and then you never find this evidence for 20 years because the paper flew off. No, I What was, about a sticky no, label? I, that's what I was saying. It's more like the big labels that are like this big. That yeah, are use five those. by seven. Yeah. But also, no. they make those that are like blackout. Like, so you can't see what's underneath. You don't need shootings underneath. Right. Because you've also, you've got to have stuff like where that. Where are your office supplies? Yeah. Where's, that's what I'm, I feel like you'd have all the office supplies you need, but maybe they don't. They're but underfunded. Still, but, but why did you just do the Avery scribble? products are expensive. Th- the scribble is not like a scrib, 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 scrib. The scribble it's is a, a lazy, it's like, a wavy line like uh, this, and it's single. So it's not even like you use the we double don't care thick if sharpie. See it underneath. You used the fine tip sharpie and just went. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. You use one of Why? those um, 
the black chisel. markers that smells really bad, the chisel. Yes, the big permanent mm-hmm, thing. That smells like paint or something. Because yeah. they, it looked like they used that to write Pam and Butler at the top, but I can clearly see the shootings. And also, why are they calling them shootings? There's got to be a more fancy police term for that, like gunshot gunshot wound or gunshot act, gunshot crime. Gun, no? Yeah, gunshot crime. What I mean, the right? There's got yeah, to be Yeah, and then a, there's like another box that says arson and another box that says robberies. Because the arson box doesn't say fires, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. I feel- Bad I, it, matches go- Go bye-bye. Boom. It seems like very hot. I don't know. It doesn't, I don't, it doesn't seem- Ouchy. Yeah. <laughs> or there's just a picture of little flames. Uh-huh, I mean, yeah. It just seems, I don't know. It seems very not professional and I was confused. Um, <laughs> did you have an MVP for the episode? I feel like there were multiple in this one. That literally felt like almost everyone that we interviewed with was an MVP. Yeah. Agreed. I liked the friend. I liked uh-huh. all the mom, of course. And also, you did you put... I kept thinking Thelma Butler was very, very close to Velma Harper, her mm. mama's family. Mm. It, it was like a very weird <laughs> thing for me in my brain. I yeah. like that name. I like Velma she, and Thelma. You do love mama's family. I do love mama's family. Vant? Vant? Uh, Brand's, <laughs> Brand's okay. unhappy being on Dateline and are now associated with murder. There's a huge one. Ring. We talked about ring. Yeah, but if she had a ring, that was it. <laughs> no, there's a bigger one. Metal detectorists. No, that literally uh, indirectly caused her death. Laziness. E-harmony. Oh, e-harmony. <sighs> Where you can meet multiple possibly serial killers of wives. It's not great. Den- they are wishing that Dennis had kept his hands down and not put them around his mouth in that cupping manner and said yeah. so loudly, e-harmony. That's a real bummer. Yeah, that's But right. I think a lot of people have found there, haven't they? Yeah, but how many end up in murder? We don't have the long stats on that. We only have the, like, yearly stats. We need go five years in the future. Let's see. Yeah, I would like some stats on that. Did yeah. you um You don't have to get murdered at farmersonly.com. That's what Farmers Only should take this episode and do it as an ad against their competition of eHarmony and their tagline would be you don't have to get murdered at farmersonly.com. How many eHarmony murders have we had? 3? No, we've had match.com. Really we've, we've had, had any. Match.com. Oh no, we definitely have mysteryman.com. Well, we had sugardaddies.com. No, but we've had a couple that were met online. Match. Yeah, it might have been Match. Yeah, I think Mystery Man was Match. Wasn't he? Was it? I don't remember. Um, Mystery Man, there was no murder, though. But crime. Okay, you're right. Specifically murder, I don't know. Um, I have a quote. Did you have any quotes? Did you hear Dennis say Pam was gone, girl? (laughs) Did you hear him say that? No, I didn't. It That's doesn't. Funny. It doesn't surprise you, though. Is that why no, you're laughing? No, no, Yeah, he, I feel like I've heard it before. <laughs> Dennis like I, said it. Maybe I did hear it, and I brushed over it. He goes, "Pam was gone, girl," and I was <laughs> like, "What? What's it? Are you referring to the book, or are you saying Pam was gone, comma, girl?" <laughs> He's just trying to be sassy. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know what was going on. So. That's hilarious. Yeah, 
It was. Um, I feel like since this was only last year, the reference is now a little dated, but he was talking about the book, but hmm. his sassiness never dated. More of it all the time. Um, can we talk fashion police? Yeah. And who? The mom. Look great. She is so fab. Yeah. She has this silver hair yep. with a swoop on top. It's yep. like a really cool updo. Like she has she, a hairdo. She is a yes. She yeah. went to the. She goes to her beauty salon. Yep. And they said it in this do. Mm-hmm. And then she had a plaid yellow, greenish, and black jacket. Yeah. Like Cher from Clueless. Yep. She is this like seventy year old black woman is Cher from Clueless. Sure thing. Amazing. Yep. Could not love her more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Detective Mike Fulton's suit was a little too large for him. That's but all. I thought he made up for it with his shirt-tie combo. I liked that, that he went with a light pink tie with a pattern. Mm-hmm. We don't see it a lot. Um, and he, It's a brave choice. It is a brave choice. Oliver really likes to wear pink, like pink shirt or pink tie. I and love it always pink. surprises me. Yeah. I and love he pink looks, on a guy. It looks good on him, but he, uh, they have a similar coloring, so I guess that... But I liked that he went for that on Dateline. I was like, oh, he didn't try to wear a power color. He's like, no, I got this. I'm wearing pink. No, he doesn't need to. His whole doesn't presence need to. is the power. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Dennis's white jacket, I guess I wasn't so thrilled with. Why? It felt very like Miami Vice. I'm fine with it. Dennis is from Florida. He can wear a white jacket. I feel like if you're not from Florida and you're wearing a white jacket, meh. He's a Florida man. He is. He was just in D.C. That's all right. He's okay. bringing a little bit of his roots to That's D.C. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, he's Dennis. He's perfection. Yeah. Um. So alternative theories. Mm-mm. I did think for a second, hmm. what if it was Rita and she was so mad because Pam broke their girl code? Oh, the friend. And ditched her. Oh. She seemed very annoyed. I think and she's And they didn't just have serious. to bring it up. No, Rita's just very serious. I think that Rita sounds annoyed a little bit maybe when she's not meaning to. (laughs) She's just a very, she's a straight shooter too, you Mm -hmm. know? So I don't know how upset she was. She must have, maybe she was. She was bummed out that she was losing her buddy, her margarita buddy. Which I thought was interesting. Usually they don't like to say negative things about the victim, but they made it seem like she ditched her friends the second she got a boyfriend. Yeah, but it's also kind of like, I think that, it sounded like that Pam had been single for a really long time. Yeah, she had been. She was I, in her 40s, late 40s. And I would expect any friend of mine who had been single for a really long time and suddenly okay, stop, had a boyfriend. Stop looking at me and talking to me like I that. Would, I would expect them to ditch me. I still wouldn't. But I Maybe would expect I would. you to a little bit. Maybe I would. Yeah. I'm not I saying mean, you. Anyone, I might just now anyways. Because you're talking to me like Anyone. This. <laughs> anyone, I would expect I basically it. isolate myself anyways and ditch my friends. But it's for reruns of Bob's Burgers and not a boyfriend. So maybe so. I would be stoked unless <laughs> it was a guy like this. And I would never let you date someone like Jose Rodriguez Cruz. Osama but he picked up the glass at Thanksgiving. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I remember. Were we like happy with that, that we thought that was really good? I don't know no, why we were like I, thought that I'm was good. I'm not happy. I didn't I'm think like, that was that great. I thought that was kind of showy. Who isn't going to try to pick up a glass of water? Like, Yeah, unless he, and if he made a big show out of it, then that's a douche. Yeah, yeah, totally. Look at what I'm doing. All right. Yeah, there's no you. right way to, no. 
if he hadn't picked up the water, then... Then he's a jerk. Like, he wants them to wait on him. And if he does, he looks like a jerk. I guess it's a no-win-win for Jose. Like, if he bought Ms. Butler, the mother, like Mm -hmm. a box of candies that she liked, that Mm -hmm. I would think was a class move. Definitely a class move. Like, showed up the first time he met her, found out what were her favorite kind uh, of truffles, and showed up with them. Yeah, that's a class. There you go. But I'm not happy with the way you described him carrying that bear. I don't like, no, that's terrible. And that if bear he, has and feelings. If, and if he Have held, you ever seen Toy Story? And if you held a candy like that, all the candies are going to fall out of the wrappers. And then you've got Bordeaux mixing in with the nuts and you're... Eh. Disaster. Yeah. It's chaos. It's a mess in there. So titles. Yeah. I have two I'm pretty proud of. Okay. So I have one that's not that good. So I'll go first. Um, I had put away Jose. Okay. Just, there's no way Jose. But I yeah, had another I, one. I just can't find it. Oh, sorry. Do you remember what it was about? Can yeah. you come up with anything about clay or clay. civil war? No. Off the top, under pressure? Yeah, just why, right now. Why do we need clay? Because of the clay faces. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you mine. What is it? Hello, is it Marta you're looking for? Well, that's excellent. Right. Four stars. A plus. Thank you. What else? But you my got? other one was No Way Jose, so I guess I'm not that proud of that oh, one okay. anymore. Okay, well, we did all right. So. Okay. Um, the name Absies. of this title was confusing, though, a little bit with The Golden Child. Because it's, Yeah, because um, there was nothing wrong with Derek. Derek. There was nothing wrong with Derek. He worked in the school system and seemed like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as financially successful as his sister, but that money is money can't buy you class and happiness, y'all. I feel like we could have picked a different generic title for this one because mm-hmm. the golden child just doesn't go that much because I, I think that Ms. Butler seemed to love both of her children, all yes, of her children. I don't think she was picking favorites. So uh, no. why is Dateline picking a favorite for her? I wonder if she was upset with that title. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do you think she wrote a note? Or maybe it's like that Pam was the golden child and now it's Derek. And Derek's doing all this really good stuff to help Jose's son, who we never hear his name, do we? That's interesting. They don't tell us his name, but they show us pictures of him. The son? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think they ever told us his name. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, he's not the golden son, though, right? No, but the I'm golden saying, child? No, it's got to be Pam. But it's why definitely didn't, Pam. Why didn't Derek... But I feel like it's a real slight to Derek because he didn't just become a good son once she died and he had to step up. I think he was always okay. Yeah. The only one that we know for sure is not the golden child is poor Brandon. But Brandon had pictures of him at some sort of graduation. So he graduated from something. Yeah, he graduated from high school at least and maybe something else because you see pictures of him in a robe. Okay, he's got Brandon, like a short I'm haircut, proud of you. And he looks like he's like going into the world to do something. Good for you. Good, Brandon. All Good right. job, Brandon. Did, did you have anything else from our mailbox that is not about me being incorrect on an episode? Just discuss. Um, I got a lot of feedback um, from a lot of our Mormon listeners. Oh. Who were... We did not get a lot of things right, but we didn't really get a lot of things wrong either. I would say we hit it 
at like a C plus level. And I'm pretty proud of us. I think that's That's good. above average. Above it's there's been growth, I think. Great. We're more educated about Mormonism Are and we, what is it that I no, need I to just, know? Well, I don't feel like we got anything that terribly wrong. But what did we need to know that they told us, that the Mormon listeners told us? Well, we had guessed, um, can you get a tattoo? And they said, not really, but maybe some people do. Did anyone think that 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 was a V or a five or any ideas about- everyone thinks it's a V, a Roman numeral V. But is it for Vanessa? Or a V for Vanessa, but it's, or because I think Mike V- said that the V could be the typography where there's like a little line on top of the V and then at the bottom, you know, that, you know what I'm talking about? But could it just like be a, both? Like a typewriter type V. But I don't think so. When you look at it, I think it's closed at the top, like um, like a Roman numeral. So the people thought the fifth wife that he killed. Um, but he wasn't married five times. No, it would just be other wives that we don't oh. know about. Christina pointed out that Lin-Manuel Miranda has a V on his ring finger for his wife, Vanessa. But I don't want at all to associate Lin-Manuel Miranda with Raven. So let's not. Let's pretend like we didn't hear that. Yeah. Okay. Like, mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did it, and then, so there were a couple, oh, <laughs> our friend Jake mm-hmm. um, said, Empire Strikes Back is his favorite movie, you know, because the bad guys win. My Jake? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was funny. That's why he has the five. It's for That's Empire funny. Strikes Back. That would be amazing. It could be. Funny. It could be something like that. Yeah. Um. So thank you guys for listening and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter I do not get back to people on Facebook very quickly. I go on like once a week, if that, it might be several weeks. So, so if it's important, message us in a different- Please. Check and out don't, my- don't take it personally. No, please don't. And Just please- I have something personal against Facebook. So- <laughs> Also, CrimeCon is coming, guys. So please yes. feel free to use our code, which is- Date 2020. Yes. And it really helps us out and it gets you 10% off. So- you get something and we get something. Please use our code. And let and, us know online if you are coming. Yeah. Um, so we can start planning. And there's even a new Facebook group for people who are coming to, who are our listeners who are coming to CrimeCon. So Fun. even if you're not using our code, but you're still going to come, like, check that out. Um, I've been yeah. posting about it and I'll keep posting about it. So Also feel free to uh, come over to Diablendical on Instagram. I think I'm actually going to open a diablendical Twitter this week. No, you well, are not. Here's the problem is that I have things to say, but there's not always a picture attached to them. And I keep wanting to do posts, but feeling like I have to do pictures. So I I feel like maybe Twitter is the place for more word-focused things than picture-focused things. Also... Please private message me at Diablendical if you are okay with being added to giveaways on Instagram. <laughs> they do lots of giveaways and you always have to tag three friends. And I, I'm i not sure. Who, I don't always have three people that I think will be okay with me tagging them. <laughs> so if you are okay with me tagging you and wanting to win free makeup as I try, let me know. Because I don't know when you tag someone on Instagram 
can they see it? Because I don't, yes, I haven't seen it. They get a things. notification. Okay. You've been tagged in a post. But it's not going to show up on their feed or anything. No, it doesn't show up on their feed. Oh, well, then there you go. Okay. It just shows up in their notifications. Oh, well, so it's no skin off your back. If I tag you, just let me know if I can. That'd be great. <laughs> no skin off your back. Also, <laughs> the Facebook group is called A Date with CrimeCon 2020. Oh, fun. And Megan Oslin started it. Great. I hope that's how you say her name. So thank you. And um, don't watch alone. Watch with Dennis in a Civil War reenactment costume holding Lionel Richie's sculpted head. Oh. Again, look it up if you don't know what we're talking about. Again, there aren't any reenactors in this episode, but there might be. We think they do both. I really am pic- cannot stop picturing Dennis in an outfit. And I what? think he would fight for the North. We should maybe write that in our list of questions to ask Dennis. Has he ever in, been involved in a reenactment? Because I feel right. like this might be something that he has done. Oh, yeah. I think, that's a great question. I think we're not far off on that. I think mm-hmm. that seems up Dennis's alley. What mm-hmm. are Dennis's hobbies? We, again, don't know. Yeah, and we we need find, to find out. Yeah, We've we never asked good out. questions. I we think just freeze when we talk to him. Yeah, he's got a couple, and I need to know what they are, because I think they yeah. might be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and with that, I'll say goodbye. It is you we're looking for. Are you listening to our podcast? Do you like the way we sound? <laughs> are we all you've ever wanted now that we are found? Because <laughs> I know just what to say when and- I'm sitting in front of a microphone. Okay, that's all I got. But let me end by saying we love you. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, I cracked. Did you hear it? Uh Time to change. That's what I did. I did a Peter Bate Brady crack.